Dream Warriors, welcome to the countdown. It is five, four, then three, two, one. Episode one <laughs> will be this Monday, and the big announcement will be this coming Tuesday. I got the dates for you. That is going to be February 22nd. And if you're curious about what's happening, everything's going to be changing, shifting. There's going to be uh, a new mission statement, a new definition, and they just. A, a bold new attempt with everything we're doing here with the podcast and it just does nothing but excite me and that's where a little bit of the slowdown has come from because yeah i've been prepping for it but hey 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 let's hit that music let's hit that countdown and let's talk hereditary it came out a year ago and holy crap it's worth a discussion And if you are new here, thank you for joining me. But if you're new here, new here, I had to say thank I, I, I'm doing two things at one time right here. If you are new here, I am Peter A. DeLuca, a.k.a. Pad, from akapad.com. And you can find me all over social media, a.k.a. Pad on Twitter, Snapchat. On Snapchat, I kind of do like one theme a day. I just have a good time. And I try and do these like inspirational, uh, motivational kind of, you know, hey, my Valentine's Day one. Yeah yesterday huge hit huge i had so much response from my valentine's day one and my valentine's day theme essentially was you have to embrace the holiday because i just know too mostly women i just know too many women that don't even approach the holiday realistically and men uh you know always being you know lack of self-confidence uh you know for all you guys out there you you have a a equally corrupted view of the holiday it's a day of love and why wouldn't we want to embrace that am i right so aka pad on <laughs> aka oh i am slurring my words aka pad 13 on facebook and instagram instagram has so much of my original artwork time lapse uh, all that fun stuff so uh, i just i so much enjoy I, I just love my instagram feed so much i put so much effort into it and also, if you go to YouTube and search AKA Pad, you can find me, your boy, on the YouTube. And that's where I do, like, everything. And I'm even rolling in recipes. That's right. Because <laughs> your boy over here can cook. He, he can make drink drink concoctions. Uh, the next one we have coming for that is the Captain Marvel drink concoction. And it is it's going to be lit. It's going to be fun. But anyway, look, we're talking hereditary today. And... This movie set uh, upset me on multiple levels. L- level one, Hereditary is a solid horror movie. This movie commits, it swings for the fences, it buys in on its own bit, and it takes the idea to complete and full execution while leaving things, um, you know, not confusing just disturbing and and knowing so one of the things that happens in these types of movies is that you crave an answer for every single angle because you want to understand the horror you want to you you want to be able to to um justify it almost or to get closer to it and you know like to maybe even like humanize it and this movie does that and it pulls back it it doesn't give you all of the answers and the best horror has that okay even even when it comes to jason Voorhees and freddy krueger the horror within those movies are the are the slashers are the are your 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 antagonists are your bad guys 
and those bad guys do not have all of the answers meaning that we all know their origin we don't really know where they're coming from we really don't know what they're doing we just know um that they're killing people uh, and their histories are clouded uh this also works for the joker now when it comes with when you're constructing a horror narrative this is an element you want to weave throughout the entire movie meaning uh, we were setting up the characters. We are building a mythology. We're slowly trickling in a backstory. And, you know, with Hereditary, it, the, the definition, the word itself, the title of the movie itself is that, is mythology, is that this is something that has been building through a family tree. Fully delivers on that. And it, it was so well executed that uh, here level number two of how it upset me it made me go back and look at the devil's candy which i did at the 31 days of dread might have been episode one episode two of the 2018 31 days of dread that movie upset me because it was hyped up by mark one of our contributors and it completely disappointed me because it didn't go fully into the concept it didn't go fully into what we were seeing um the horror there is almost like a love letter to metal imagery like heavy metal the music and it, it just it, to me it just seemed lazy and it was like a whatever and I, I didn't buy into it some people have but that movie too is not among modern horror um discussion you know like we have the babadook we have this movie and we have the witch also done by a24 and we have these these like family small family driven psychological thriller horror dissections uh, i i call them because they're, they're not just straight up horror movies these are horror movies where the evil wins okay and this is a growing trend that this pretty much was solidified in uh the, the american exorcism uh i jeez oh the the eli roth produced one i'm forgetting the name of that uh, someone please correct me and believe it or not the paranormal activity movies where we continuously see the evil winning at the end uh the paranormal hook goes all the way back to blair witch where again the evil wins now it's such a standard thing that uh while i was watching this movie it worked against type it worked against me the audience member because again I've seen too many movies. I am too educated on the process of filmmaking. I know too many of these creators that are behind these movies. Uh, I also look at movies as a product. I don't look at them as an art form. Some movies are elevated to art form, but we're essentially making a product, okay? Especially when a movie like Hereditary costs $9 million and makes like $80 million. <laughs> it's a product, I'm sorry. Okay, people were interested in art trust me they would be doing other things when they discuss art and not discuss a movie okay there's art out there beyond your doorstep even through your phone there's art there there's people making it without getting a dime those are the artists not the people making a a 70 million dollar profit off of a nine million dollar movie so you know these these tropes that i'm seeing in modern day horror they backfire against me because i was rooting for the fa i was rooting for the family to to get out of this thing okay and 
because I knew what was coming. I saw it like the writing was on the wall. Uh, pun intended, because we do have blood writing in this wall. And that's a little bit of me being too into it to take myself out of. But, again, it's important who we watch these movies with. I was watching this movie with a very, very, very nice female. Thank you very much. Thank you, Lord. And she was totally enraptured in, in this movie. Horrified by it. Scared. Out of her wits. And it... It, it locked me in because uh, I was seeing a lot of it through her eyes. Th this is the same effect that we had when we watched Disney movies and Pixar. And hey, 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 Blue Sky, giving Blue Sky a shout out. When we watch these movies with our children, this is what happens. This is what happens, okay? These, these animated movies are, are dumb. They make no sense. Okay, and, and they'd say, oh, they have adult jokes. I, I, uh, that's, I'm sorry. <laughs> I do not joke like they do in animated movies. When I joke around with, with my friends, there's nothing like what's in those animated movies. And But the child is so locked in. The child is so into what is in front of their eyes. We appreciate it. We want to get deeper into it. It excites us. Now, does this happen with horror? Yes. Does this happen with comedy? You know it happens with comedy. There's, there's. This is why there's movies that you and your friends think are the funniest thing on earth. And you cannot show that movie to anyone else but that group of friends. Or that one person or whoever. Because you got, you may have seen it one time. You had a shared experience. And now, uh, every time you watch the movie, you go back to that time. And, and you know, like, and, and humor is weird. And, and it's uh, that's why when someone knows or responds to a funny movie that you, that you yourself are, like, invested in, there's a boom, like, fist pump, instant connection. That is why we watch horror with hot babes <laughs> okay that's the point i was getting at but she was locked in and i really saw the movie through her eyes and she didn't know what was coming didn't know all the tropes again uh you know someone normal that just likes to watch movies i i i always give a shout out to my buddy scott because he's he's the the ga the general audience for these marvel movies and what he says about marvel movies they usually become true and they, it, he, he even understands like what the reception of some of it is going to be because he's just a guy that likes superheroes, and he's not obsessed with the content, and he just wants to once in a while go to the movies with his wife and see something cool, uh, and this is this is my my straight indicator that uh, Captain Marvel is just going to bomb. Okay, it's it's going to be an eighty million dollar movie at best okay it's opening at 80 million uh is it going to go worldwide it's tough i mean how can you get that movie in china uh you know so now we're relying on these other markets i don't really i don't know it's uh, captain marvel might be a a mulligan for the first time for marvel studios hey hey Remember Pixar's run? Uh, you know, like Pixar kind of, it was like all the way up to Good Dinosaur. It was actually maybe like technically Cars. Cars for me only delivered at the end when he uh, gave up the race. Okay, when when he, when uh, Lightning McQueen saw the errors of his ways when he had his like come to Jesus moment on that track. 
uh, the rest of the movie Cars, I, I can't watch it. It, it, it. Well, what are we doing here? It's a talking car. I'm sorry. I'm, my jeez, I apologize for any animation lover out there. I am bashing animation a little bit too much, but Hereditary upset me because of how it showed me the incorrect and the lazy positioning of the of Devil's Candy. And Hereditary is a perfect personified version of of. Devil's Candy. Hey, both both of our focal characters, our focus, are both artists. Okay, there's there's a lot of similarities between these two movies, and Hereditary uh, it has this intent to it that I would ha- probably have to watch the movie a few times to fully unravel. And look, again, if you're new here to Dream Warriors, if you're still with me, Dream Warriors, we do long form conversations. Okay, we do not just talk about a movie and move on. Okay, this is why the podcast is so regular, and this is why I'm also restructuring it because I I, I need to build a philosophy into all of the episodes. But uh, continuing, continuing. <laughs> uh, number uh, number three, the the third way that this movie upset me is our girl. I always I always mess up her name, mess up her name. Starring Tony Collette. It's a T-O-N-Y Tony. My father's a T-O-N-Y. But she's a T-O-N-I. I guess the girls get the I. The guys get the Y. Okay. Holy crap. You you know what you realize with this movie? You realize that... Uh, I believe that they actually killed one of her daughters. Or someone that she thought was her daughter in this movie. Like, I'm talking about the film crew. I'm talking about the film crew, like, literally killing someone in front of her because of how she acted, of how her, her, she portrayed this character that was slowly dripping into madness and later becoming possessed. Okay, and it's hard to know exactly when that happens in the movie. Again, this movie has, uh, it's ambiguous by design. Why am I upset by a a one of the best female performances I've seen in a stretch? And and I check them all out because I always say that the Academy Awards, because we're going here, is coming into Oscar season. The Academy Awards should limit Best Supporting Actress to three and Best Actress to three because there's just not enough female roles to go around. Uh, and we don't have a lot. We all, we barely are able to fill five slots. This is a very bad concept to to distribute because it upsets people, and I understand that. But I, I think I believe if the academy did that, it would force you know like it would just course correct within a year. They will only have to do it one time, and and we we will see a surge of uh, probably a golden age of female performances. Uh, look, when, when, when we're at a time where Melissa McCartney, uh, McCarthy is a two-time Oscar nominee, we, we, have to, we, we have to evaluate it, okay? When someone like that is, and I'm not getting, I'm not saying she's not worthy, but hey, Jim Carrey was worthy when when he went dramatic. If we want to talk about comedians that go drama, Jim Jim Carrey was worthy of maybe three to four. He should have even look Truman Show a hundred percent. Man on the Moon, like you should have won for that. Okay, and you know, like it's just 
like you like you see it and you kind of see the perception and if you want to call it corruption you can see the corruption melissa mccarthy is fantastic she should be nominated twice okay it's tough so when it comes to the oscars this year we we have glenn close lady gaga melissa mccarthy lady uh <laughs> we <laughs> Someone from Roma. I'm not even going to try and pronounce the name. Okay. And then, you know, Amy Adams again. Like, how many times is Amy Adams going to be, like, again? Like, why is she? Uh, Emma Stone, Rachel Wise. Uh, is Rachel Wise, like, a four or five time nominee? That, that's what I'm talking. It's just the, the numbers never seem to match up with, with, with the girls. And we have someone else from Roma. Uh, Roma is, like, the only, might be the only movie of all of the Oscars that I'm actually curious about. I have a feeling The Star is Born is low-hanging fruit. I haven't seen The Star is Born, but I just have this idea that it's completely formulaic, and you can see everything, like, on the wall. And keep in mind, it's the fourth time that movie's remade, okay? Or made. Like, what? <laughs> like, what? No, what? Why? There's other movies from the 30s we can... We can update trust me okay tony collette is not nominated as an oscar she should not only be nominated but she should be the front runner because you legitimately believed that her daughter died in this movie that's how believable she is the grief on her face the the way the camera is there the way we're positioned to view her grief it is masterful, and it is absolutely by design. And by design, I mean everyone was on board with what was happening. And I believe the quality could have been predicted. This is why we want, um, you know, like we, we want to do shoots sometimes. We want to do shoots with some of the same people all the time. Now, we're dealing with a somewhat like first-time director, uh, our boy over here, okay, Ari Aster just has a background in short film. This is his like first outing, you know, first time up at the plate. Uh, he completely knocks it out of the park. Uh, I just had to make that. <laughs> I just had to make that reference. Okay, but and uh, for him to direct her in such a high fashion, uh, for her to be ballsy enough. I'm not going to say brave because I hate that, you know, but just to be straight up ballsy and everyone kind of being on board with a first time director shows how well this guy can run a set and communicate ideas. So that's contention number three. That's uh, And these are good upsets. Okay. <laughs> the, except for Mark, uh, because Mark just like really will never live down recommending Devil's Candy to me. So that's three ways that this movie upsets me. Uh, look, everyone is objective when it comes to horror. Everyone has their positioning and these these highfalutin ideas when it comes to horror. The hell with that. I'm not joking. The hell with it. You have to, as an audience member, put yourself in a position to succeed when it comes to horror. If you're jaded, if you're going to be a um, a curmudgeon, if you're going to be a, if if you just want to have cynicism, then go for whatever, okay. 
you know, I channeled some of this movie through the person I was watching it with while admiring the sound design. The design, because Toni Collette is, she makes miniatures. She's like a miniature artist that has, you know, like a gallery and art box and all these things. There's times in the movie where you're not sure when you're looking at a miniature this is what i mean by design this movie is an experience this movie when it comes to cult horror because that's really how i classify it it is really on the level with uh rosemary's baby yeah uh, you know you compare the two together is this guy gonna have a career like roman polanski outside the child rape i don't know uh we can't tell but am I looking forward to it? Am I looking forward to Ari Aster's uh, future attempts? Oh my God, how can I not? But hey, everyone, it's on Amazon Prime. Check out this movie. Do me a favor. Follow me on social media. Leave comments. Follow my cat, Diamond Dallas Cat. Just find me on Twitter, aka Pad. Tell me what's up. I love you all. And until next countdown episode, episode three of the countdown. Uh, I, <laughs> I'll talk to you. I'm just fumbling my, my words again. Oh, and quick side note. So the elimination, the WWE's elimination chamber is this Sunday. So potentially the episode prior to the countdown uh, will be Monday, the elimination chamber. So we're the the actual content that we're doing here on Dream Warriors is not shifting. Uh, I believe there was some... The thought on uh, me getting rid of the football stuff and the WWE stuff. Football stuff was a complete disaster, and and it, it I enjoyed this season and the Super Bowl so much. Uh, it, you know, just from a adjustment standpoint. But potentially, uh, you know, I'll get John here to for us to have a late discussion on the Super Bowl. But anyway, that'll probably be past uh, Dream Warriors reboot. But hey, 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 everyone. Thanks for hanging out. I love you. And until next time, dream on.